your team, trade them out. Drag it to your mace like you never had a doubt. It's FMDT coming around for you. Cause no one really knows the way you pick like you do. Injuries or worse, suddenly retired and hurt. Get your backs, forwards and mids. Never satisfied you, boys got the shits. It's FMDT coming around for you. FMDT, 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 coming around for you. FMDT, there's nothing you can do. FMDT, coming around for you. Welcome to FMDT. Here we are. After many months of struggle, Steve, we're here. Only two people remain. We're at the grand final of the season. The cream of the crop, some people might say. Uh, but, well, first of all, I mean, hi, Steve. How Hello. Are you <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're pretty excited about this week. Be keen to talk about the the big game. Oh, um, absolutely. This is what it's all been uh, for, right? This is 23 weeks of struggle to get to this point. For sure. And and we'll, we'll talk about how how we got there or, you know, the games that led to this grand final. And we'll look at the two amazing personalities that are uh, taking place in it. We sure will. A little bit later. Indeed. So before we do that, let's look at the finals journey across the last few weeks um, in... Uh, WTF just happened. So we take a look back. We're taking a look back into uh, the start of the finals where we had Coburn Marshall taking on Chase Jones in the first of the elimination finals. And what happened here? What happened here to Kieran to have him be so demolished by Coburn Marshall? Because it was an absolute, well, yeah. It, more than 300 point margin. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Huge. A huge margin. Demolition. Demolition job. Now, what did happen? Um, I mean, a lot happened that was bad for Chase Jones. <laughs> Probably the biggest thing is he didn't start Chase Jones. That, yeah. That absolutely uh, devastated yeah. him. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, you name your team, Chase Jones, and you just don't <laughs> even do it. You talk about him, you harp on about him, we harp on about him. And he gets his best score of the year. Where is it? It's on his bench. Yeah. Best score for three years. Best score for three years. Unbelievable. Since his debut season, I think. Yeah. But keeper potential there, at least, for Kieran. So a little bit of silver lining. Strong keeper potential. <laughs> Strong potential. Yeah. Um, lots of things went wrong, didn't they? So, I mean, and it, it, it it's sad. It, it is sad for, me, for Kieran's first finals appearance to end this way. Um, Unceremoniously, you know, really, dumped. Yeah. From finals with a sub thirteen hundred, his worst score of the year. It's uh, it was his worst of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you fact check that. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, that is pretty sad. I really was hoping that he in his first finals would at least uh, oh, I don't know, put up a fight as as harsh. Like it's not you know entirely his fault. A lot of things went against him, but yeah, yeah, a bit uh, a bit unlucky for him. So we had. Him starting players like Tom Lynch because he was missing. Who was he missing? Kyle Steve? Langford got injured, and yeah, Lynch got 19 in response. Um, in a in a victory over North Melbourne. Yeah, probably liked the matchup there. I don't know if matchups are important in fantasy, <laughs> but he probably liked it. Um, Charlie Dixon in the showdown got just 44. Very well held by by Butts. Yeah. Um, and in Ed Langdon, the guy he he also. 
uh, named his team after for a while, or one of the Eds. Yeah, Ed the Ed Eds. Yep. Just 44. So I guess after a 44, you'd probably bench him. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, why would you want to start a guy you like that? You couldn't start him. You got a uh, key defender score out of uh, Jake Lever there, uh, 27. Hasn't so. Lever been up and down this year? Has I think he? he's been 70s, 80s, and then the odd 27. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a bit of a bit of a sad week for Kieran. He just bowed out. Um, yeah, a bit bit quietly. On the other side of this matchup was Kobe Marshall, who really yeah like put their foot down and uh, yeah right away with it. Absolutely. So looking like a strong team potentially. Yeah. Yeah. There might be a chance actually. Yeah, you reckon? The following week, um, we'll have to wait and see. But um, yeah, they. They really they only have one weak point in that in that starting lineup, or maybe two, and, and one of them's Paddy Dow, mm-hmm. thirty seven, uh, gets shut down, I guess, um, and, and maybe Jack Madgen's a little bit questionable, um, but other than that, you know, really good, solid scores from from everyone. Um, he did he roll the loophole dice? I think he rolled the dice a bit there with Kieran Briggs. Um, as a loophole, seventy nine and Jack Henry seventy four, but yeah, yeah, bold move maybe in a in a in a final. Um, was Callum Mills? He was a laid out that week, wasn't he? So that was that wasn't actually a loophole. That was just a. Well, this is what's funny. So we were talking mm. about um, when we did our finals preview of who Alex's three key players were. One of them was Callum Mills, who was a laid out for him. The other one was actually Braden Fiorini, who's been fantastic. But the third one was Paddy Dow, who we questioned whether he was a um, finals-worthy player, and he gave him a 37 that week. So didn't we pick them up? Yeah. Maybe Mills wasn't a laid out. He's been in and out so often over the last few weeks. I can't remember what was what. No, he was a laid out. Really? Yeah. Okay. Pretty confident. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So that was matchup number one of the elimination finals. Kevin Marshall moved on. Uh, in the other side of things, what happened over here? Perriman's Merriman took over a, a a team they haven't seen before. Uh, <laughs> haven't seen before by this name, Pat. That's right. Yeah. Well, this this team name actually um, was changed in the last thirty minutes of this matchup. Um, something happened, and and we'll get to that. But uh, but overall, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what it was? But uh, overall. 13-point victory for Perriman's Merriman, um, you know, a, de- a deserved victory for a, for a good performer this year. Um, mm. I guess, you know, to give him a, a shout-out, I'm going to give it to Nick Newman. He top-scored for Cam mm. and, and got his, I assume, best score of the season. Um, yeah, best score of the year there. Um, so really good result because, you know, Cam, Cam did um, pick up Newman right early in the year as a free agent and held him for quite a while, um, six or so weeks. So he got the reward, got him over the line in this one, arguably. Um, but it was a little bit more to this tale than uh, what, than what we thought. So going into the final game of the round, um, Cam had played his 18 players. Um, he was done on just 14.54, his lowest score for a few weeks. Mm. And not, not what you want to end on, really. Not, not what you want to end on with... Pretty good players to come on on uh, on at the time where Oliver Twist's side <laughs> had um had Jack Redden, yep. Clayton Oliver, yep. and Alex Witherden. Yeah, Oliver's um, Oliver's Twist himself. Yeah, was playing that one. Absolutely, yep. and those three guys uh, were two two hundred and sixty odd points behind. 
Yeah. Um, combined average going into the game of 280 points. Um, so you rate them half a chance. Um, and it was all going pretty damn well until three-quarter time. Mm-hmm. Um, those three players just needed to combine for 60 points in the last quarter. Just 60. Yeah, that's very doable. To get an Extremely unlikely doable. win. Mm. Yeah. Um, this was despite Clayton Oliver being what, tagged. What if you were a favourite with those names? Yeah, with those names, 60 points, three players. So what happened next, I believe... Cam did some kind of <laughs> some some kind of deal with the devil, some kind of uh, what's the pact that's you know like a you blood, know a blood pact, a, some a, kind of blood magic voodoo yes, type situation. Yes, yes, yes that's um, his room to do. Yeah, mm. you know, so he he sold his soul, um, you know, for some cigarettes, um, <laughs> and he he drew down the thunder god. Um, Thor himself, Thor himself intervened. came into this one, did he? he? Yeah, intervened with this, um, and Were started the throwing... Avengers there? <laughs> oh, look, hard to say. Um, I think the Ant-Man might have featured for my team. <laughs> Didn't do a lot. But, look, there was about 45 minutes of, um, of interruption in play due to lightning yeah. in, the, in the vicinity of Perth. Um, and so my team was thunderstruck. Struck out of finals, those three guys combined for just 47 points in the quarter. Clayton Oliver was like, fuck this, <laughs> Melbourne's six goals up, can't be bothered with this anymore. Pretty much, Got right? about two points for the rest Didn't of do the anything, quarter. Yeah. Um, Witherden felt much the same way, mm-hmm. um, the ball was in. West Coast forward line, he didn't he didn't get a look in. Jack Redden kept trying to his credit, um, like solid 17th round pick. Um, got 121, but it wasn't enough. I couldn't, no. I couldn't get over the line with that. So, saved by God. Saved by some kind of deal with Thor or the <laughs> devil or something. But surely that won't cost him the following week. Surely <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was an insane. It was an insane ending. Absolutely insane. Is this was that why you changed your name because you just couldn't bear to look at Oliver anymore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for him to a guy averaging 110 mm. to let me down that way, uh, you know, a three or four season keeper for me. Yeah, it doesn't mean I won't change back. All might be was that, was that his worst year. of the season? Oh, I would think so. But yeah, sure. You can't average 110 if you're getting it too is. many scores. His previous worst was 80. Um, you know, and that would have got you the win. Would have been a draw at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. But final point I had on this one, Steve, um, we are in misery here, um, was that uh, it was interesting that Cam put, had Peter Wright as a uh, bench option there. Got 103, a big six, seven goal hole from Peter Wright. Might You might think that you might want to start him the next week after. Surely you like would. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Ah, would you? Because you, you can lightning strike twice? Lightning can strike twice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you want to get things right, you, you start the. Start getting it right of right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, before we get on to what happened in the following week, there was just a... We had the consola- couple of Constellation finals. So, What's Up Dog took out the bye with a pretty decent score, actually. 15.03, which was better than three of the 
elimination finalists. Yeah. So not bad. Pretty good for a team that's sold out. <laughs> True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably wondering where that was for most of the season. And then in the other one, um, this was very, very interesting. Um, Manny Barcelona against Cornflakes. Um, with a very sort of it was a weird matchup. So Cornflakes had a donut because he got burnt by the loophole. Took 103 from Sam Taylor. Sure, As you would, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Liam Duggan is a laid out, and it's all looking pretty crap for Cornflakes until Shannon Hearn gets injured on only 25 points, and suddenly it's game one again. This is the final game of the yeah. round. No emergency for, for Sahil. No emergency to cover But him. he'll learn his lesson, of course. Well, of course. This is this is that's what this whole show is about, right? We're learning our lessons, we're not yeah. <laughs> repeating mistakes of our past. Sahil had of course already activated the other two emergencies that he actually had. Um, which is amazing in its own right mm-hmm. that he that he had covered there. <laughs> yeah. Um and Shane basically needed like well, uh, you can do the math here, but it wasn't too much from Angus Brayshaw and uh I know that he was um Quite salty about the fact that old uh, Angus Brain Slushy just could only manage a 45 and uh, Shane relegated to the bottom place playoff after this. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's not a position Shane would want to be in, um, I don't think. <laughs> no. No, because, I mean, remember, he has to shout beers for the party if, uh, if that happens. Yeah. yeah a- so. And the scribe as well. And the scribe. There's both. All, there's several it? things. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. It's always been both. Yeah, I don't think I have to eat any sort of poultry or anything this time, at least, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, or po- poetry. Or poultry. Oh. Poultry? Poetry? <laughs> poetry. Oh, poetry. Poetry. Right. A sonnet that he ate last, yeah. last draft, you might remember. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, he got Dean Kented. Kent. You know, Kent, old mate Kent popped up this one, 95 to Sahil. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always fun. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 You, well, you'd back him the following week. <laughs> Of course you would. Yeah, well, with a um, floor score of the year 59, there's no way he could <laughs> go under that. So let's move on to round 22, shall we? Sure. All right. Let's start with the top matchup. Um, well, yeah, top of the top of the list that we've got here conveniently for us. Kermit Marshall against I Shot the Sharon. And, um, well, yeah, so uh, was there anything that came back to bite these guys? I'm not too sure. It, maybe Max's run of injuries was and lack of backup options that we sort of talked about. Yeah, his point. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. So I think most interestingly here was that Max took a loophole for 74 points from Daniel Rioli. Mm. Um, a score that, while maybe not the worst loophole option, is a scary one to take in a final, I would say. I think it's a... Um, just what do you think, Steve? I wouldn't do it. But, but uh, I mean, PTSD over loopholes. Yeah, so. it all depends on on who you you're taking off and and what your other forward line looks like. And his other forwards do look a little bit weak. So he obviously had Jack Martin injured. Uh, oh no, he played that week, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, that was his loophole enabler. So he didn't. Yeah, he didn't play that week. Sorry, he didn't play that week. Um, and I guess Todd Marshall was in his team at the time. I'm not really sure. <laughs> no, that's all right. I, I guess, yeah, 74 doesn't seem like enough. That's I do agree with that. Yeah. To take as a loophole yeah. in the final. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, to be fair to him, he didn't get burnt and he would have needed to find someone that was going to get over a ton to get the win here. So it would have been a pretty tough ask. But yeah, just a ballsy, ballsy sort of move that I wouldn't have personally done. 
Um, so I think the story here is Max, as the number one team, goes out in his first final game. Of the yeah. Season. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's pretty disappointing. It's the, it's the equivalent of the straight old straight set punch. sort of thing. Yeah. Does this justify your criticism of his team throughout the year? Like... <laughs> Does this almost vindicate you that you've told you you told us all? Oh along yes, I knew all along yeah. that things wouldn't work out for Max, and here I am being proven right. And I don't really want to gloat about it, to be honest. I actually feel like Max was, I guess, I guess he took a lot of the hits uh, in coming into finals that I was kind of worried about. It was a bit of shades of me last year in a way, where you come into the finals being one of the top teams, and he. He got hit, yeah, like he missed. He lost Tom Stewart. He, he lost, Tom Stewart. He lost, he lost Scott Pendlebury. Yeah, a couple of weeks back, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, but pretty much just before finals. Yeah, just before finals, yeah. Uh, he lost Tex. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, Oleg Markov never came back for him. No. And Jack Martin remained injured. Indeed. So, you know, that's that's a few big and hits. And even during that game, Scott Lysett. Scott Lysett got injured, but he had good ruck cover, 78. But, you know, Lysett might have been on track for... For more than that, potentially, that was 59 in 49% game time, so probably on track for, you know, 90. Exactly. Um, and, and on top of that, he... Um, oh, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, he, he was... Because of those injuries, some of those injuries, he was forced, really, to start Dan Hanabry. I know, yes. His first yes. game back for, for, what, 12, 15 months, sort of thing. Yes, a very, very hopeful start, but that was sort of... Yeah, that's the position he found himself in, and... Um, well, it happens, doesn't it? I mean, it can dominate all season, but one week really defines your entire season. And unfortunately, yeah, Max copped it this year. Yeah, unlucky, unlucky. But Andrew Gaff always saved him. So it was actually quite interesting because it wasn't until the very sort of end of that match. Yeah, where, after the lightning. Where Alec, after the lightning. Oh, no, I think, I think Alec took over in the third quarter. You're thinking of the right week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the West Coast game. <laughs> it was just the, I'm thinking West Coast Lightning. No, it's just the West just Coast game. It, yeah, we've already said it doesn't strike twice. No, 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 of course no. not. <laughs> the old yeah, the Sunday afternoon time slot though instead of the Monday Max was probably hoping for some lightning because he was okay. leading this match at some point despite Alec having three right, players three on one against yeah. Andrew Gap and Andrew Gap was holding his own. Um, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, the three overwhelmed him in the end. But yeah, it was much closer yeah. than it looked like. Dom Sheed was well down. Yeah, Luke Ryan, I think is that his name. Luke Ryan doesn't play for Alec. Who is it that I, Alec I know who he plays for because he gave me a scare this week. But we'll get to uh, that. Ah, yes. Who, there was someone else that was down. Like Sheed got fifty-seven, or maybe it was Nat Nui and Yo. They weren't going that well. No. And, and Gaff just kept scoring. He was getting one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty, and then I think he just sort of died off in the last. 20 minutes, 15 minutes. That's right. Yeah, sorry for getting my wires crossed there, but that that was a really good game, actually. I watched that 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 derby. Yes, um, yes, yes, it in was. In terms of the comeback from uh, the near, you know, the near comeback from West Coast, but Freo got the job done. First time in seven years. Yep. Um, bodes well for two um, years, uh, two, two weeks in a row they've turned their comebacks just short, West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe don't get six goals down, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Might cost them finals in the end. It looks like it has. It very well could, and it certainly has cost Max his finals campaign for the year. So, unfortunately, they had to bow out and uh, won't be contesting for his third premiership this year. Instead, Alec moves on to the grand final. Who does he face? 
Look, I'm not sure. Maybe we should end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> On that cliffhanger. Yeah, tune in next time to find out. We're spacing this out over several months. No, uh, we had seven-year teach against Perryman's Merriman. Um, and An all-time classic, really, this matchup, in, in the way it turned out. I think so. I yeah. think so. I think I think going into it, I think we... I had the expectation that this was going to be a high-scoring game. I thought like, Cam's team was good, and I don't think there was particularly a point that I felt comfortable until until the Sunday where the actual Frio... Well, where the derby started, and I did hold a comfortable lead of 300-odd points, um, and... It's the first time I think this season, though, where I haven't had a player in the final game, and I hate it. And I, ha- and I, and I hated it in particular this game. Because mm, mm. it's nice to be able to build upon a lead, but when you just see someone creeping up on you and there's exactly. nothing you can do, yeah. not that you can normally do anything about your own scoring, <laughs> but it feels like you've got some, yeah. some more stake in it. There's at least hope that you'll get you know, <laughs> some points, and, and you will. And yeah, I guess Cam had that learned from that experience the week before where I ran him down. Sorry, I didn't run him down. Yeah. I was trying to. Um, and he, he, he was doing the same to you. Um, so he had Adam Sarah, Luke Shuey, and Luke Ryan in the final game trying to chase down a lead of, oh, roughly 300 and maybe 10, 10 20 points or something. Yeah, it was a big lead, yeah. but they're, they're good players. Yes, exactly. So they each needed to get easily over a ton to run me down, and it didn't look like it was going to happen by halftime, and I think that's about when I decided to stop checking uh and then checked back in after the quarter had finished and luke ryan had got a bloody 60 point quarter and was marking everything that came his way and suddenly cam was in it and i started to stress and it looked like he really might run me down especially if that quarter repeated itself yeah and i mean luke shui i was saying to you i did not expect him to do that well the four games back from injury uh before his Next injury, he was only getting, you know, 60s. Mm. Um, he's come back again from an injury, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, here's another 70 or whatever. Gets 112, was, you know, probably one of their best. Um, I think I joked that uh, Cam could only win the Shuey bet again, like the Shuey bet, because mm. he needed Shuey to average over 100 for the season. If Shuey got something like 130 for his remaining games, well, he put in a bloody good effort to try and get there. Uh, not far off. Not he, far off. He gets another chance this week. Um, I mean, it'll be a lot more this week. He'll need about 180, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and 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 Sarah was an, uh, was an interesting one because um, he probably under underperformed really. I'll say so. Given that Brayshaw was out, he given his five round average was probably around you know 100. Um, yeah, he he only got the twenty one disposal disposals. That's I right. Would have wanted back him for twenty five. <laughs> no, luckily <laughs> I had him for twenty. That's it. Um, and yeah, that was not quite enough. Let's have a look at a couple of other areas of Cam's team. Uh, you alluded to one. Yes. Gold Coast versus Essendon. Pretty interesting matchup. Not really. Um, <laughs> but interesting for an Essendon fan. From a from for a, sure. Yeah, I mean, I've never met of that. I left it, it up. Crucial win for Essendon. Yes. Um. Now, Gold Coast, generally not a great defensive team. No. So you'd probably confidently start Peter Wright. How did he go? Especially after his seven, seven goals goal last week. So how many... I mean, what, is that a zero? Zero goals. No. That can't be right. It's wrong to be right. It sure is right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, I don't think anybody's managed to get Peter Wright right this season, uh, and even the Prophet himself, unfortunately wrong on another occasion. Ooh. Yeah. Right, right to be wrong. He'd done well, well for right. about a month or so, yeah. uh, and in the last two games, very costly indeed. Um, yeah. And then you were probably quite pleased to see on your opponent's side of the field Jack Higgins um, up against him. Uh, with your own Sean Higgins performing yes, well. Yes, I was uh, pleased to Saturday see night. to see the the Higgins Higgins matchup. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, here we go. There's life in this bet. Yeah, 112 versus 54. Big turnaround there. Yep. I was pleased about that. Yes. Yeah. Um. So obviously Jack Higgins traded to Cam a few weeks ago. Has probably let Cam down a bit. Uh, I was pretty happy to offload him. Um. He's got a couple of 80s, but also a couple of 50s in the last sort of five weeks. So, I guess overall, what what do you? What's I, my takeaway here? Yeah, takeaway is I was pretty lucky. I think mm. uh, I think there was not much in this one at all, and I was definitely sweating it out at the end. And I thought I went from feeling comfortable to feeling like, oh crap, here we go. It's all getting dashed away from me. Um, yeah, it was a close one. It was a close one. I feel like Cam got really unlucky. If he was on the other side of the draw, then he would have been in a grand final. He would be. Kind of felt like a grand final worthy uh, game, to be honest. Yeah. And I bet you were ruining uh, Brayshaw's suspension, particularly. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That was huge. I had to start Dersmer, and he got me the worst score on my ground of 48. So, yes, that was that was massive. Yeah. So, you'll be welcoming Brayshaw back in, obviously. Um mm. So I did have an injury to Nick, Nick Flakey, so Flakey, ah, Flakey was looking Flakey. good as well. He had like 50, 52 points by halftime, but oh, just a little... Well, if we're going to talk about injuries... No, nah, all right, yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll be here all day. Ah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. So your team gets better for this week, potentially, with, with Brayshaw and um, coming Oops. back. Yep. Um, Blakey, a bit of a loss. Um, yes, a loss. Yes, yeah. thank you. I'm yeah. glad to get that acknowledged. But, I mean, surely no one else in that team has been injured this week, this previous week. So you wouldn't be missing anyone else for any reason, I'm sure. Mm. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yes. All right. Let's look at the all-important uh, other matchups. In which I mean that we'll gloss over these completely. So, Thunderstruck. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The, I mean, that that builds, that makes our grand final, doesn't it? Uh, COVID Marshall and Seven Year Titch. But we will talk about that in due course. We certainly will. We'll get to that. Back to the glossing. All right. Thunderstruck, how'd you go against Chase Jones? Oh, look, I put up a pretty ordinary score. Didn't make all the right sit start decisions, but it was enough to get a 103 point win. Poor Kieran, who kept tracking. I guess you know Chase Paulie. Jones came onto the field, got fifty. Um, he he maybe, I guess, maybe not a keeper then. Yeah, I think probably the two or three funny aspects of this, and this is not at Kieran's expense. It's just funny how how it turned out. Um, is that Ed Langdon, after getting forty four the week before, forty eight the week before that, he decided to turn it on against Adelaide. Mm. I don't know, like, is that a good matchup? A matchup's important. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Stay tuned. He I'm absolutely... Sure. I haven't mentioned that much. No, never. You. He destroyed us um, as an Adelaide person. He um, yeah. got 127 on Kieran's bench. Um, you know, he decided to back Andy McGrath. It's one of those, oh, yes, my good players come back, kind of blessed, uh, curse in disguise, the opposite of... 
um, the blessing. So, yeah, he started McGrath, first game back for what? Who's like just one in a long weeks. line of players coming back from injury. Yeah, and happened just, all year. Yeah. And they've they haven't out a 60 or a 50. Yep, they yeah. haven't been able to put the time in to actually get, yeah, get match fit. Match fit. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, and, you know, that that's a that's a 60, 70 point difference right there with Langdon and McGrath. Not that you know that that's coming, but I guess it's just, yeah. It, on paper, it makes sense. Langdon's in terrible form. Um, the other thing, I suppose... Uh, there was another one. There was yeah. another one. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, you go, well, what's the matchup? Melbourne, top of the table. Matchup, yeah. Adelaide down the bottom. Um, do you start the Melbourne forward? Well, let me hear who your other options, I suppose. You know, it does depend on that. Um, when you've got stars like Josh Thomas and that, mm, who, yeah, Sydney Stack, yeah, Sydney Stack, yeah, who played on Friday night, and I think this is what mystifies me. Sydney Stack played on Friday night, right? So yeah, he's come off two nineties in a row. Yeah. Prior to that, three fifties. Yeah. So it seems like. Do you think potentially? I'm just going to put this out there, but do you think maybe Kieran didn't care that much about the fifth, sixth place matchup? I think he set his lineup. Oh yeah, and I think you could put Stack as a loophole option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I mean, so who, Bailey Fritch. Who would say Bailey Fritch's seven goals? Seven coming? goals. No, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty remarkable. He's he's not got five of the last goals of the entire five, match yeah. were Bailey Fritch. Yeah, it was pretty. A lot of junk pretty incredible. sort of goals there, but they all count. Um, all right, well, so gloss, well, gloss, so, gloss. Well, so well done. You've got, yeah, good glossing, Steve. Mm. Uh, so we've uh, got you winning fifth place, which is good to get a slightly better draft pick for next year. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. What's up, Doc? Uh, didn't back up last week's uh, score in the fifteen hundreds and went down to Rouse Royce, who moves on to the constellation finals. Very deserving. So good with for a him. Dominant fifteen sixty two. Enough Absolutely. to beat two of the uh, prelim finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if only he could have uh, squeezed into that bracket. Well, it would have been quite hard for him to do. But yes, well done there. Uh, we had. I just noticed that he lost Tim Kelly to injury uh, in that yeah. game. Um, he had Trelaw come back. Sorry, I just, I, yeah, I just looked at his defensive line. It's insane. Hardwick yeah. 110, Bailey Day 103, Daniel Howe 139. Like some absolutely insane scores in defence, and yeah. then Matt Kennedy 131 and Peter Lavins 110. So he's got some interesting performers there. This guy's good at picking up free agents. Yeah, yeah. Take a lesson. Take a lesson from Nick. Take a bow, mate. That was that's some really good free agents there. And I hadn't actually noticed until just now that. that Trelaw in his second game back only managed two kicks, 13 handballs, 56 points. There you go. It's um, not worth carrying injuries. Not this season. Yeah. So, so he did. He uh, got the job done to get into a consolation grand final, play for that number one draft pick. And he's facing the guy who managed to take out Sahil somehow, even though Sahil started 16 <laughs> started 16 plays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And got none above 100. <laughs> Pretty impressive. So, yeah, he played his grand final last week, didn't he? So he'll, yeah. he, he he didn't want, obviously, just didn't want scribe duty. Um, didn't want to stay here. He'd rather be in Barcelona. So didn't uh, want to pay for the whole party as well. That's, like, that's true. I mean, who, that. who would? There's who, a lot to pay pay for. Uh, to pay avoid that play for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he put up 1092, which is one of the laughably lowest scores. Outside of buy rounds we've ever seen, I think. <laughs> Dean Kent made an appearance. <laughs> How did he go? Oh, yeah, not great. <laughs> about, right. about as good as he went for me in a grand final <laughs> one time. 
Good stuff. Yeah. Um, and so Richard got through to the grand final with an underwhelming thirteen ninety four. Underwhelming, but it seems about fitting for a consolation final, to be honest. Yeah, and he had Paddy Cripps as a as a late withdrawal in that one, I believe. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, with, with cover, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a decent player out. Um. So yeah, he got the job done. Um, so well, let's well done. So that makes our consolation oh, finalists absolutely. It's Rouse Royce and two keepers, one one cup. Indeed, I'm not sure how shiny the Rouse Royce is after 37 in that game, but he gets another chance <laughs> to prove his keeper value. I True. guess. True. I guess he'll keep starting him. But uh, I suppose the we've saved what the worst till last. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it was cornflakes and the bye battling for the scribes and the draft party supplier spot and it was a no contest really so Hornflakes had actually put up a decent score the week before and it wasn't to be this week he did not have a single ton um it was a bit of a dire one and a bit of a i mean it was the two teams that had sold out as well right so the biggest sellouts mm. of the year it was no surprise to see them in this um yeah in this spot battling this out but maybe a bit of a surprise to see the buy actually put up a fair, fairly better score than the uh, Cornflakes did. Yeah, a, a 212 point victory. Huge, yeah. Um, obviously taking, well, taking a couple of loophole scores, 72 and 75 in in that game for the buy, um, which is understandable, I think. Um, but you know, Aaron Hall led the way, hasn't stopped, kept going, 120 points in this one to top score the matchup. Um, I think the one on uh, apologies, Shane's side that really stands out to me is Angus Brayshaw. They got 45 last week. He 45 week before. So, yeah, yeah you got to start that, like that, especially the matchup. Yeah, that's right. Against Adelaide. Yes. So that's it. He, he racked up six possessions, zero <laughs> marks, zero tackles. Um, no, two tackles. Um, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, for 23 points. Remember when he, remember when he was like almost like Runner a Brownlow? <laughs> Average like 108 for a season. Oh my God. What has happened, happened to him? I don't could know. It, could it be all of the brain trauma? It could be. I it could know. be. It's finally, yeah, latent. Finally caught up to him. But yeah, atrocious score there, Shane, and uh, a worthy scribe for next year. And uh, what kind of beers do you want, Steve? Uh, all the beers. <laughs> yeah, all the, you're not picky. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about that later. We've been drinking these nice um, Stockade Brewco beers tonight, actually. So, Shane, if you want to look into those, the nice XPA Splice uh, Stockade Brewery. Yeah, it will yeah. suit the weather. Nice summery vibes in March. That'd yeah. yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> so generous. All right, so that takes us to where we are at the moment um we're looking forward to well what are we looking forward to, to steve maybe let's run through the other matchups before we get to the big one sure so we have to look forward to um the third place playoff is uh is perriman's merriman versus i shot the sharon should actually be a pretty pretty interesting one i think i think uh cam would be Backing himself here. I almost find this form. the most annoying playoff because if you get a good score, you're just you're like, like, if I don't uh, only just bloody yeah. got it done last week, yeah. I could have been I could it have been a winner. Certainly is, especially if your good score is better than the than the winning the grand final exactly. winning score. Absolutely. Um 
and then so that so that one's an, uh, a good matchup. Um, I don't know if either team was was hard hit by by round twenty three ins and outs, um, but they both seem to be putting up a, a full, you know, twenty two plus emergencies. Of, of players, so whatever Max can scratch together these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'm going to back Cam here to Me take too. third place on form. Me too. Me too. Um, obviously, it'll be his best. Uh, uh, finish ever so that, that's nice that's, that's nice yeah consolation for him. that's true um i guess in the all-important 10th place playoff we've got <laughs> what's up doc first nanny barcelona i think i'll back what's up doc. i'll back the team that's actually paying attention as I well i think so who has currently five players not playing on his ten, on his field so i don't think he can fix this no i yeah i don't think I, it matters I, 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 I like i don't think he will but i also don't think he could <laughs> if he wanted well, you to be <laughs> but then yeah <laughs> But they're not going to win you the game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all over. Red Rover. So the consolation grand final, to give it a little bit of justice, is... Because um, it is for a decent... You get your money back. Get your money back. You get your number one draft pick. Yeah. These guys aim for it as well, in, to an extent. I mean, obviously, Nick wanted to make finals, but Richard certainly told me that was his strategy when he was doing his kind of small, small sellout. He was yeah. like, I still want to make... I still want to fight for that number one pick. I heard the same thing. Absolutely. So, and that's not bad in your first year, I think. Yeah, you know. I think you're happy to come away with you know that as a result. So, yeah. um, I noticed that Nick's starting Angus Brayshaw, which is interesting. Um, no, surely it can't no. be worse. <laughs> it, can't, it can't have come to that. But he has lost Tim Kelly, what Jack Billings. On earth? But it's, yeah. it's and, oh, he's playing that matchup but versus oh, Geelong. Geelong. Oh, That'd be so much easy. easy. Yeah, easy. Good. Again, yeah, no. Perfect. He'll go well. Um, <laughs> My goodness. So things are kind of grim for Nick from the, you know, yeah, he's lost those couple of really good players what? recently. I'm so surprised. What's uh, happened there? I don't know. We'll, it'll take too long to really race research into this, but something's gone on. Uh, he's lost Fife, Billings, and Kelly in the last month. Yeah, right. Three good midfielders. Um, he lost Nankervis at selection, so he has to start Darcy Cameron as a ruckman. So this is not the team that got fifteen sixty the week before. Um, it's changed incredibly, which means that I have to back two keepers, one cut. I think, uh, yeah, on paper it's the way better team. Yeah, look, it's um, it's a tough one in a way. Like Trelaw could be better after a couple of games but I'll back I'll back Nico here. Who's who's Nick's best midfielder? Um Trelaw. Yeah? Trelaw, fifty six points last week, Trelaw. Shit happens. I mean he he got seven tons in a row earlier in the year. Um yep. he was the pick six in the draft, so Trelaw is his best midfielder. Whether he plays like it is another question. Yeah. Uh Lib is in good form. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah in the last couple of games so yeah it's it definitely could go either way i see this yeah. as a 1400s type matchup okay i think you're being generous i think it's going to be one by a 1400 and the other team won't get that yeah okay yeah fair enough i will back nick though all right and i'll back oh really okay i'll back richard mm. yeah this is is this important to for something the is this pump. is it well this this week is yeah <laughs> this is important because this is our point of difference i think it is for this week and this week alone, but yeah, I, you haven't you haven't looked at the tipping competition, have you? I have, yeah. Oh, you have, and yeah. what you're saying that it's going to be decided by the tips that we make right now? Yes, it will be because um. How have you caught up? What do you mean? Not you were behind. No, no. The only thing is that we we didn't 
officially put tips in for round 20, but we kind of did tip them when we did our preview of that week. Oh, okay. Oh, when we looked ahead two weeks, sorry. We looked ahead at round 19 and round yeah, 20. Right. So we did our tips. Or how have I caught up in the sense of tips? Yes. I thought you meant just like with the games and whatever. No, I mean, yeah. Well, I, mean, uh, that's, I mean, that's obviously looked at things yeah, and we've yeah. done some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was only like a couple of tips behind. And in round 18, 19, and 20, I got 5, 5, 5, and you got 4, 4, 4. All right. So I put myself down. Okay. Indeed. Um, it's kind of like my rule tipping competition. And we, we both off forgot and tips then, in round 17. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, right. Okay, um, cool. Well, no, yeah, I mean, I'm sticking to my guns. Good. Cool. I hope I win that too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. All right. Um, what else is on the line this week? Well, my nice segue into the big game, the big one. Here it is. One we've all been waiting for. Seven-year titch. COVID Marshall. It's the grand final. We've got one team going for their third ever Third ever. Third <laughs> historic making. Third ever in this whole league. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Trying to say something powerful it's there. It's a big deal. It's, it's a, a big it's deal. It's a really big one. Gobert Marshall going for his second premiership. Um, Hasn't been in a grand final since 2015. Um, Kobe Marshall. So That's right. A bit of a redemption story. A bit yeah. of a revenge story for him. A little bit. A bit of a revenge narrative for me from uh, last year where I felt I had a good team and uh, things fell apart in the last... Uh, Last last little bit. Mm, yeah, maybe we should give him a call. Yeah, I think so. I think we should. Let's I think I think I think it's, I think it won't be fair for just me to talk about this. Yeah. All right. Let's get him on the line. All right. Beep bop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need to find a sound sound effect when we can just do that? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> do the like I don't know. do the what? Do the bring bring? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how I do my yeah. phone. What was yours? That little robot sound. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is your phone sound? What is your phone sound? Oh, what does my phone sound like? No, no. What does your no? What is your like? Put when you're doing this. What are you doing? Oh, bring, like, bring, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Bring, yeah. Next door, what I did. That is actually what I would do. Okay, normally. I see. Yeah. But like, well, we'll, we'll never like really pressing know. buttons, okay. like buttons, dialing, etc. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Alrighty. We can we can combine them. You know. So Alec, this will be um one of the few times that you make it onto the podcast, and this will be the first time that I've been a part of the podcast that my other people might hear. Yes, that's what I meant. Yes, this might be the first time you make it onto either um way that we presented FMDT, and actually. Get to for people to see you because normally Alec is relegated to the archives. He's one of those episodes oh. that I never release. Oh, really? Much like we had this year. Hundred percent. I think I put in about six hours worth of um, actual recording and really? about six hours of pre- preparation for the uh, upcoming episodes. At that point, to be honest, I'm surprised um, you still take my calls. <laughs> <laughs> is the reason neither of you had each other saved as a contact? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had a falling out for a long time. This is this is time to make reparations. I was looking back through um, some of the old Facebook stuff from the um, from the FMDT group. Yeah, um, back to like 2016, and there's a photo. I think I'm in the photo of you and Shane, <laughs> um, and you're like right into it, 
and James is like fully slouched back and really <laughs> doesn't want to like Bart's on top of the league, James at the bottom. And I was like, this, this that, has to be like the fourth fourth year where you're in a grand final and James at the bottom. So I'll that, that was our usual dynamic, to be fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did upgrade yeah. a bit with Steve. Yeah. He was the Joker and the Thief before, and now it's like, it's, it's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> You've kept some pace, not fully, time. Nah. <laughs> but anyway, we've got some good uh, some good content, good uh, questions lined up for you, so. Yeah, so what we're going to do, Alec, is we're going to run through a few questions with you before we get into the actual nitty-gritty of uh, what our grand final matchup is going to look like. Um, I think we might as well get straight into it, if you're happy with that. Far away, absolutely. Alrighty. What is the capital of Romania? <laughs> what? That's Book just correct? a joke. Yeah, well done. Nah, good good geography. That is... Nailed it. Oh, All right. Steve's recruiting right. for his quiz night team, little, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a little warm-up question. I'm getting booted off, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's already 1-0, one, 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 one Alec. <laughs> I get to pick whether you use a loophole or not now. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, Alec, I wanted to discuss your actual season that you've had before we get on to discussing the actual grand final matchup that we face ourselves in. Um, what 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 do you attribute your success to this season? Um, well, much again, much like the last time I was successful in this league, which was, as you well know, quite a while ago now, um, I think you had a bit of a gut crack at me, but and then I decided to put in a bit more effort. Um, and like, you know, drafting in a ridiculous team up. Um, I, a couple months ago, I reckon we were sitting at a pub and I said, just kind of casually, if I get Matt Crouch back, I've got a chance of winning the league. Yep. And you guys, Pretty much laughed in my face, and uh, yeah, I took that personally. Well, we knew Mount Crutch wasn't coming back, so it was a ridiculous statement. Oh, was that the was, no, no. was that the moment? Was that the moment that spurred you on? Ah, no. I thought it might have been when I had a go at you when I showed up at a uh, at a friend's place, <laughs> mutual friends of ours, and uh, and you know promptly. I don't know, like had a had a massive crack at yeah. you and properly passed out on the couch. Well, I, felt that, I felt that was somewhat uh, somewhat arranged on your part. Arranged? It absolutely wasn't. That was spur of the moment. Oh, right. Okay. Look, if I knew I'm what right. monster I would awaken, I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't do it. And really, I should learn because I thought that would the be around Alec. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> so, so Alec won the league in uh, 2015. And it was after I pretty much ragged on him for having a terrible season in our in inaugural year. Yeah. Saying so he was he was thinking about uh, should he keep going fantasy? I think Alec is fair to say. Um, and I think uh, me, uh, yeah, having a having a few too many words to you actually yeah kickstarted yeah. your your season. Yeah. Well, well, to set the scene, actually.
the season that have just been, you know, pretty capable of getting 140s. Like, you know, everyone's got crap players in their team, but having mm. those guys that have the really high ceilings, I think, won me a lot of close games. And it was like, right, touch and go right up the finals and I'd make it. So, yeah. um, I, I think a grand final potentially at this point is a bit of overachieving. And also, um, as I've pretty much told everyone that has had him at one point, um, picking up Fiorini off the waiver wire. <laughs> Would you say that has helped someone averaging 110 off the waiver wire? <laughs> that. <laughs> I'd say that, yeah, I'd say that's good. I don't even, I've got a guy, uh, oh, Cunnington, who um, has a bit of testicular trouble, unfortunately. Um, don't even miss him, averaging 100, don't even miss him. <laughs> wow. We did notice that, that like actually. Um, one, one of the, just to, for, for the benefit of our listeners, um, you know, far and wide, <laughs> I guess I, I noted down to, for, for this chat, one of my favourite moments of this entire fantasy season was was during the Euros, and, you know, you've alluded to it already. It was during the Euros, England versus Croatia, mm-hmm. match day one at Glenn's Place. It was round 13 yep. of the season, round 13, I believe, and your team, Alec, was sitting 6-6, six and six, um, and you were in seventh place at the time, not, not you know, not in a finals uh, position at that moment. And so when I rocked up there, Bart was already drunk, and he was giving you a pretty hard time about your, your team and your efforts this year in fantasy. So that's what you know. That's what you're alluding to, and I, I guess I wanted to. I, I can't actually remember any specific criticisms he had. Was it just? Do you, do you remember anything? Was it quite vague, or was it anything specific about your your team? And and certainly the other question is, did they fuel you on for the rest of the season? It looks like they have. Um, and and would victory in this grand final be be your sweetest ever? <laughs> Victory based on those comments. Um, so I know that's a three-part question, but I guess just in terms of the criticisms, was oh. there anything that sticks out to you from that night? Like, uh, well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Not so much about the, the team, so much. Like, obviously, you can't do much about the team you draft, and I thought that I drafted quite a good team, and um, I obviously had lots of, you know, um, had quite a few top ten draft picks. Like first ten round pick, so that was good. But I think at old mate Glenn's, um, it was Bart was getting. It was a bit of a, a bit of a lecture about how to manage a team through the buys, and ah. and shockingly enough, was emphasising the point that matchups were a critical part of managing. You know, selecting the players that had good matchups, favourably favourable. Fantasy matchups, right? Which, yeah, it was um, about the point that about the point that um, <laughs> yeah, it was ready to um, uh, leave or you know, <laughs> well, you know, and, go on. So you know the concept that you know <laughs> I was lacking in lacking in understanding of of football. Or fantasy, or just, or just really sport in general. Um, you know, we all care about it. it was and that was that was certainly a bit of a bit of a slap in the face. So, look, I'd say this would be um, the, certainly the sweeter of the, of the two, <laughs> yeah, two right. yeah. premierships if I were to win. So, yeah, and you know, being underrated this year, I think yeah, it certainly would. I think I was questioning your activeness at the time, Alec. I think um, ah. you might have been going through a bit of a cold patch with footy in general. Um, and look, I'm I'm glad that uh, my words have such impact that they uh, get you 
get you fired up. And oh, oh, he's going to take credit even if he loses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still still a bit of a victory for Bart, is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I own this one. Right, I own this one. Right. I own this one. No, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> I'll wield my power with. Uh, yeah. Now that's more a, carefully in the future. That's a that's a really good uh, recollection. I didn't remember the details, but obviously um, it wasn't about it wasn't about me. So <laughs> why would I remember? <laughs> All I know is that when, when I woke up, you weren't there anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, I've done something, and uh, we'll see what comes of this. It could have been that it was two a.m. on a Monday morning, but no, it was probably you. Your offensive <laughs> comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I felt like. I felt like revenge was coming, and it's uh, certainly here now. This week, the Karma bus might be coming to the station. Yeah. yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. There's a big matchup to be had. Um, well, I, I just wanted to talk to you, Alec, about some of your bigger frustrations this season. So, um, we typically on the show we do a shout out and a shutdown. Um, I was going to get you to do one of both for your team as a whole for the season. Um, maybe let's start with a shout out before we get to the other topic. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know it's hard to pick just one. If you wanted to, uh, struggle with it. If you wanted to get more oh, no. specific, um, I had a similar question, which was, who was your favorite draft, like player you drafted? So mm. of, of the players you originally drafted, who is who's your favorite? I think I think it's getting the like at the end of last season. I it sounds stupid now, but I legitimately had questions right up to draft day whether I'd keep Zach Williams or Callum Mills. Oh, um, and. Clearly, really happy with the choice that I made there. Um, obviously, Mills has missed a few games in the last um, few weeks, and you know, I'm still questionable whether he'll um, play on Saturday. Uh, but I think that's, you know, when you really nail one of those keepers and that breakout, you know, we're all desperate to get the guy that breaks out, like really goes to megastar. Um, so I think that's the one uh, for me. But really, the guy that I can. I'm looking at at the moment is Jared Lyons, who just oh, yeah. what is he third in the comp or something? Aggregate is just like he's not talked about, but mm, he's yeah. just, he was a keeper as well, numbers. wasn't he? You've kept him for years, haven't yeah, you? Alex? So, you've been a big believer. So excellent, yeah. excellent keepers there. Yeah, uh, I guess this is his fourth year in your team. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nine, eight, seven, eight. I'd say the. I mean, the guys that I would probably go for aren't in my team anymore. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, can we, can we, can we? Yeah, could you do a shutdown? But let's keep it to someone that's currently on your team because we know about a few of your drops. We might get yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is there anybody on I your mean, team that's caused you a bit of frustration? You're still, they're still there. You're still, you know, but maybe still unsure. There's, I mean, it's hard to. I don't know. I think probably, like honestly, probably the biggest disappointment is, is Rowan Marshall. Yeah. Um, who has, you know, when he plays, he's genuine. Apart from last week, you know, obviously genuine, a genuine match winner um, for St Kilda and for me. Uh, but just has, you know, not played. And games, as yeah. a forward, you know, it's so critical. Like the rest of my forwards, uh, about like 
Snelling is probably legit my best forward this year. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of it. Says a lot, doesn't it? It's a weird year yeah, for I forwards, mean, though. It's a weird year for forward lands. You can we'll probably talk about our forward lands going into the grand final, but it's um yeah, it's a weird one. Alec, on on your yeah. team, so about the guys you've dropped. So you've obviously Matt Crouch was the major one, a first round pick who never even played for you, but you also had Dylan uh, Shield as your second round pick. Oh um, yeah. And funnily enough, we're actually Alec. We both got into the grand final without our first two round picks. Um, oh. which is which is saying something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, well, They're not important. You, you, They're not important. Yeah, give them up. Yeah, yeah that's anything we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> but no, your but your your team is quite funny in the fact that yeah, Crouch was out, Shear was out. Your third round pick was Zach Williams, who was just utter crap and traded away. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Luke then Lyon, fourth round traded Luke, away. Luke Lyon traded away, and sixth round uh, Jordan Dugowie, or fifth round Jordan Dugowie. Traded also away. traded away. Yeah. So, mm. so it's like, how have you got this grand final team without actually utilizing any of your top picks? Well, it sounds like just keepers, really. Yeah, just mills yeah. and lines. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I've no idea. Yeah, that. I mean, the Jordan Degoe one. I was just stoked that anyone like I would have taken a bag of beans for Jordan Degoe at that point. <laughs> um, you got a lot like, better than that. Yeah, I mean, I got an awesome, well, like Chris Main in yeah. season on his retirement season is. inspiration though you you don't have to know your first two or three picks you can you can recover you can trade trade players in and give so i mean like we look back i mean i look back at the draft recap episode and this is why i wrote about your team i said um i've rated a b plus draft and and uh i said another team that's carrying some early absences because we just covered brett um and I said it was a fairly balanced lineup, but the Ford line was looking sketchy. <laughs> now, I guess hasn't changed. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. In hindsight, yep. um, maybe the balance wasn't quite there because you, you lacked centres, but you, you traded them in. You got you got Menegola for Ryan. That was, you know, in some ways Ryan's average. Well, he has averaged higher, so in some ways you might say Ryan's been better. But you really needed that centre. You brought in Yo and Sheed um, later in the year as part of. Uh, sell-out season. Um, so like you said, you, you actually have a 99 averaging centre on, on your bench. Most you know, most teams would be starting someone averaging you know, 70 in, in the midfield, but you, your midfield is all still you know, 85-plus sort of thing, um, which yeah. is, yeah, it's good resilience. It's good, uh, it's good cover. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think we've seen so often you know, obviously injuries affect everybody in a league this deep. And I think I just 
when I saw the opportunity for someone to give up a, a good midfielder, it was with the Menegola um, trade. You know, that pushed me to having a pretty good bench midfielder. But I thought, you know, it's so hard to get a good centers that if someone's willing to give yeah. one up, even if the guy, you know, traditionally, as you say, we think defenders, if, you know, they're averaging equivalent, then they're more valuable. Um, Not necessarily but, the case anymore, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think people used yeah, to think about it a bit differently. A different, but, yeah, yeah, took a few different risks this year and, you know, some of them, some of them worked. Any major regrets aside from obviously, I mean, you, you could wish you go back and didn't trade, uh, draft Matt Crouch in the first round and probably Shield in the second. But like, aside from those draft mishaps, like any anything you regret? Um, I think it's well, like you, you know, you guys would be pretty familiar with the like the, the uh, earlier season waiver wire pickups. You know, there are a couple that you missed out on that you look at. You know, you see guys score well once and or twice maybe and you kind of have a... We've been doing it long enough that you kind of... When you get that feeling that you think it's real, um, I can't name specific names, but again, I just didn't pull the trigger when there were good players out there. Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty vague, but... Uh, <laughs> well, you're in the grand final, so you shouldn't have too many regrets, I suppose, but I just no, wondered no, if something stuck out early. in your mind, but it, yeah. No, I mean, really. early in the year, it was that... I mean, I like I, you know, I could look at trading to Goey, and he's obviously a superstar now. But true, I don't true. really. I would have. Everybody would have done it at the time. Yeah, I and Maine's been great anyway. Time. Yeah. Sounds like this guy you doesn't know, have regrets. Sounds like this guy just has been, you know, happy with every every decision. You don't look back. You just look forward. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Alec, I've just pulled up, and while Steve was talking about that, what I t- said about you on the draft day <laughs> episode, and you're going to enjoy this actually. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna read it out verbatim what I what my little notes that I had might not be exactly what I said on on the day but uh, since winning six weeks ago Alec has made just two finals appearances six weeks ago six years six ago. years ago sorry. Yeah, yeah. since winning six years ago Alec has made just two two finals appearances inattention could be to blame he told us he watched zero footy last year but if I rile him up he'll usually win ah. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> and my prediction for you was Alec gets back into finals. I actually think he might have the best team coming out of the draft, but he'll need to watch some footy this year to capitalize on that. Runner-up. <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, I had you as runner-up too. I yeah. didn't want to drop that bombshell <laughs> at this really. point, but I had you as second in my ranking as well, and I had Bart as first. So. <laughs> Oh my god! I uh, I what fucking way? nailed something. I mean, it wasn't my draft, but it was something. Wow! Oh wow! Good pick. Uh, Good Cornella. Yeah, Max <laughs> third, by yeah, the way. Get into gambling strategy. What do you think about that? This is this is prophetic. Yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alec, I, I I've actually just reminded myself of something by reading these notes as well. Is that do you remember back on draft day? You actually didn't have your spreadsheet with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, you left it. You left it behind, and you sort of had to draft on the fly. Is that right? Uh, I, I had. I didn't have the one that I stayed up like kind of the whole night doing, but I had one from yeah, like three or four days before, which 
like had the list of players and <laughs> maybe they were broken up into their position or different feet or something. I don't know, but I think I, I don't know. I think I, I still went through it. You know, just the process of going through it and just picking out the guys. I just, I just, you know, mainly go through and go, yes, I like him. No, I don't. And oddly enough, I had a big do not fucking draft this guy <laughs> next to Zach Williams. No. Still fucking, still fucking picked him. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Sometimes you just, you can't help yourself. You go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, Steve, do you, you got anything else? Or should we get cracking talking about the actual uh, the matchup? Yeah, I think we we turn our attention to, to the matchup itself. Um, I think I, I only had one specific question, but we'll save that for later. We'll, we'll go through sort of the, the different positional lines and, and start with the yeah, back, I guess. Yeah, yeah we didn't want to uh, uh, spend time on every, every single no. player, but what we thought we'd do, Alec, is we'd go through each sort of line as, there, as it is, defence, mids and forwards. I suppose rucks yep. are important too. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, just have a just have a quick little comment on each one. Do you want to take us away, Steve? Uh, am I giving the comment, or am I just asking questions? I'm not sure. All right. Um, well, I guess <laughs> we'll start with the back line. Um, you've had a fairly settled back line by the looks of it. You, you drafted guys like Harms and and DBJ, and you, you know obviously traded in Maine a while ago. You dropped, you know, kept Callum Mills. Um, so it looks pretty strong. Jack Henry's probably the only one that. You know, is a little bit weaker, a bit unexpected, I guess. Um, but how how do you think it looks compared to if you line it up against um, Bart's backline? Are you overall five v five? Do you reckon you'd? Well, do I get a talk up about my backline? Well, you, you like, can say is... something, but I guess oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I guess I want to know how Alec look, thinks it looks five v five overall. Mm. Like, does he think he has a better backline or a weaker backline? Yeah. All right. You can uh, say backline. I mean, it's close. Um, I'd say probably, I think Mills would just edge out Laird um, as his, like, with the ceiling that he has. Um, but Laird against North Melbourne could legit do anything. Mills is um, against Gold Coast, though. Mm. What's that? Good matchup. Mills is against Gold Coast. Oh, right. Well, yeah. yeah which one's I don't worse? know. We think this is iffy, all if he plays. But, yeah, no, I think... You know, those two are a bit of a wash. Um, and then, yeah, you've got, I don't know, Maine is very consistent, but Harms is, I don't know what I'm getting from Harms. <laughs> um, he's probably your biggest like, worry, isn't he? You said to me last week, like, he's always on the screen, but he's never touching the ball. Yeah, oh my God, just another <laughs> one of those dudes that you just like, he's everywhere and then just doesn't get out. And when he does get out, it's holding the ball and you just, uh, <laughs> so frustrating, but um, as a previous Harms owner, yeah, I, I know he's yeah. got a good name, and that's all right. Um, yeah. And DBJ the same; it, it, he's inconsistent. So, I'd, if I was to just, if I had to take one of our defences, I would probably take mine because of the ceiling of the players. I'd say Maine is capable of getting one twenty even in his last game. DBJ can get tons. Harms can play mid. And Mills is his gun, and yeah, as you say, Henry's good for a sixty-five, seventy. But if that's your worst player in a line, I'm, I'll take it. Here's, here's where the difference is. 
got Ben McAvoy and Jack Scrimshaw playing against a bunch of boys this week. Richmond's, 100%. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Richmond's not even fronting up properly. Nah. Hawthorne yeah. could actually demolish Richmond. I'd love to look at yeah. the yeah. line right now. Yeah. And, and, and as someone I mean, that, that went heavy on Hawks and turned into a Hawks supporter at some point this season, at draft day, apparently, I'm quite happy about how this has turned out so far. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, I, I think this is, um, this is my, you were jump, jumping ahead a bit perhaps, uh, but this is the thing I think that differentiates the teams. <laughs> Are the matchups? The matchups, Alec. Do they matter? Uh, look, I've been told. Um, <laughs> so I just don't know why you didn't look at it in draft day and see who was round twenty-three matchups. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what I was trying to tell you in round thirteen, mate. Look at the matchups. You'll be there on grand final. Yeah, planning for the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> in a in a COVID year where we don't even know, yeah, when where, where we're playing, who's when playing, season be shortened, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also predictable, guys. Mm. Um, my question to you, Alec, was are you sure you don't want to loophole Darcy Byrne-Jones? I was thinking the same. Because yeah, it seems like you're pretty hyped up about a guy getting his first score over 70 in six weeks just last week. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I mean, they say that Bulldogs give up points to defenders, but... Do they say that? I don't really, I don't really like the matchup. I think Port will win the game, but... Uh, but win or lose, it doesn't matter with him. He doesn't seem to correlate. So no, it's a, it's a really interesting. I'm certainly thinking about it, but I just I don't know what to do about Mills because he may just not play. But you do find I'm out worried. before lockout. That's the good thing. He has the early Saturday. Yeah. Oh, true. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. No, it, I'm certainly thinking about it. You know, obviously I've got Atkins. Redmond is a shout against Collingwood as well. Um, and even then, you know, maybe, I don't know, I don't like many of my forwards, my bench forwards, so. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe, maybe we can just segue into that, because I noticed that, Alec, you have zero loophole options and I have three. So, um. Pardon me? Across the, the whole team, you mean? Across the whole team, yeah. Yeah. But saying he, he has loopholes on every line, basically, three loopholes. Oh, yeah, yeah. None. No, definitely. He's looked at the yeah, matchup. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm not game to loop. I'm not really game to loophole in a grand in the big game. That was kind of my question. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, if Bernard Jones gets eighty, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you can take it. You can take if he gets seventy. That's whatever. What, I, I do. I just, I really don't want a zero. <laughs> what, what did you think of Max? What did you think of Max loopholing a seventy-two against you last week? Yeah, gutsy move hmm. from old Mac. I mean, yeah, clearly he needed it because he had some fucking terrible shots. <laughs> that was, <laughs> was wonderful. Yeah. That, that was a disgusting prelim final, by the way. If we touch on that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'd be, I'd be pretty shitty if I was Cam, but that's all right. Yeah, Cam gets 16-40 and misses a grand final, doesn't he? Or yeah. 16, 30, yeah. Whatever. yeah. Yeah, the grand final score in the in the prelim really. Mm. Yes, unfortunate unfortunate for Cam. That is something that we have uh been discussing. Um all right, should we move on to our centers? Seems like, yes. Mm. Yeah, well you take you take the first one on 
Steve, you got a preamble or? How about you? You can talk about yeah your center line and and make the comparison. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think my center lines it's got a couple of of weak points, but in general, I mean, obviously Darcy Parish I've talked about to death. You heard about hey. him, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> heard about this guy? Yeah. He's, he's, he's been having a big year. Uh, it didn't happen when you had him. It just happens when I have him. Uh, Tom Mitchell's reprised some form. He's up against uh, Richmond, and then yeah, everything sort of flows quite nicely until you get to probably Dumont um, is the real question mark there, and maybe LDU in a way, but he's he's been yeah, he's been he's been Both consistent. Yeah. Dumont's my only real worry in that line, to yeah. be honest. He's, but you like um, the matchup. But I do like the matchup against the Crows. Yep. So <laughs> every player of mine has a silver lining. You'll find. Comparing Comparing across to Alec, yeah. So I guess look, your I mean your mids are equally strong. It's hard to do a sort of cross comparison extremely easily. Um your probably your weak point would be Elliot Yo, I would think, who hasn't really had that many big scores this season. Built into into oh, form okay. I feel. Like 88, 103, last two games. Yeah, probably more than two. Yeah. I'll give him. I'll give you that. He's certainly building, and you know Kelly's out this week, so I mean, there's no like, there's just no other options for West Coast. But I mean, my concern is that again, the converse to your good matchups, I think West Coast are going to get absolutely towed, mm. and they, I don't, I don't know if they're going to turn up. Uh, they. I know theoretically they can still make the finals, but really they can't. They're so far behind on yeah. percentage. Yeah. And Brisbane have, um, so, you know, they, they have a bit to play for, I think. Um, they're just looking to find form before finals as much as anything. Like, And they can still make the top four, I believe. Yeah, they can. If, uh, yeah, if Port B Bulldogs, yep. Brisbane are, are in yeah. with a good win. Yeah. So yep. I, I tend to agree yep. with you. Brisbane should smash... West Coast, which doesn't augur well for your two West Coast mids. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, they're they're certainly my two weakest in terms of scoring and and yeah, as you say, ceiling so far. You know, I'd be taking I'd be taking nineties from both of them and you know and running with that. For but, sure. but that's why you trade them in, right? I mean, you know that midfield's very hard to shore up. Like I. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's been it's been hard for a lot of people all season, and yeah, like you know, Dumont for me isn't necessarily the best the best See, position yeah, I could be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I still feel like I can get 110 average from the set, from the seven guys though. Wow, 110 average from seven guys. Well, I mean, you know, you, it's possible. Like, you know, I think Lions can get anything against West Coast. Um, Guthrie and Menegola, like, you know, Menegola is up and down a bit, but has certainly got capacity. And yeah. Guthrie. Fiorini's got the ceiling too. Yeah. 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 And that, that's the only way I think I ultimately win is if, you know, those guys all go big. Sounds silly to say, but yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. You need your, you need your primos to fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, I guess if we compare uh, your what was it uh, your lions your lions compares to my Tom Mitchell, I think we'd both be hoping for massive scores out of those guys. Yeah. And then uh, 
Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. I think I, I reckon I'm looking at it, and I obviously like my, um, Bart's matchups better yeah. overall. But I, I think ignore he can't ignore it. But I do think Alec has the stronger midfield. Why is that? Um, I guess I think that Dumont is a real, a pretty big weakness. Um, I don't know if I love David Swallow against Sydney. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's close. It's close. Um, but I just think probably I gave you the back line by maybe you know ten, twenty points, Bart. Okay. And I think overall I'd give Alec the the midfield by you know maybe twenty points. But it, it's damn close across seven players. Yep, that's fair. Yep. So should we move on to the next position because it's going to be a quick one, I think. Yeah, um, the ruck. Uh, yeah, the ruck position. I guess what my question is. Yeah, the Yeah, yeah, the ruck, Bart. I think he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, finally uh, enough, funnily enough, the projections which I'm looking at have them scoring the exact same score this week. Our two ruckmen. <laughs> Can you believe that? Well. Okay. <laughs> Gorn has a two-round average of just 90. <laughs> yeah. The old two-round average. Oh, he's up against Reece Stanley. He's yeah, big, big gun. Big man. old Reece. He's in trouble. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. The difference in the average is sitting at about thirty five. Would you if you were offered that right now, would you would you take a minus thirty five sort of deficit on the ruck line, Alec, or would you back Nick Nat to get to get closer than that? Um No, I think that's about fair, I think. <laughs> I mean do it's five round well, it's five round average is forty less, so you know, something, so I'd be yeah, I'd be pretty happy with that, yeah. I don't know. I think you know. Obviously, Reece Stanley's about my height, um, so I don't think he's much dropped against Gorn. Um, but uh, I don't know. He seems to get hundred minimum whether he's playing in the ruck or not. So I'd take it. Yeah. You know what? I actually misread uh, Nick Nat's five round average seventy five, and then I looked at Gorn's full season average. So that's the thirty five sort of point difference. So I'm not quite right there for the whole yeah, season. It, no, that's it's, right. Yeah. It's a little bit closer I'd than still that. Take it. Yeah, 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 you'd still take it. Yeah. It's twenty five points across the season, so yeah. You'd probably be happy with yeah. that. No, this is one of these matchups for Gorn against basically no ruck that if he was really trying, he could get that one forty, so yeah. And it's an interesting match. Like it's one V two. Uh and how, how hard do those teams go? Um, you know, it's at it's at Geelong. Um you know, are they playing for the minor premiership or are they just sort of taking it a little bit easy week before finals? I think uh, I think Melbourne wants a minor premiership. So I think I think for both of the teams it will probably matter what happens in the Port Bulldogs game. You know, like if Port go top, yeah, the result. Know, then it becomes a big incentive to go for it. Yeah, true. So you're saying but, I should be hoping? No, who's got more Melbourne and Geelong players? <laughs> Who's the more important? I've got. Yeah. I've got. You got a lot. Of, many more Geelong players. Hmm. You got a fair few Melbourne players. Which well, le- that which leads us into our forward line, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Let's let's hit the forward line. Interesting forward lines for both of you. Not the not the easiest position this year. Um. I I guess my my one specific question for Alec for the whole <laughs> team was uh are you are you feeling 
confident starting the the Kirans, the two inexperienced ruckmen, or do you think you might <laughs> tweak the lineup between now and lockout? Yes, yeah, is, is this for real, Alec? Is uh, Strawman making a grand final appearance? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a believer. Oh, man, I was just like, I've, I've kind of adjusted the the size of my <laughs> web browser so that I can't see the bottom two names of my team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's really crap. Like, I don't know. I think it, I, Sam Simpson probably not getting a gig. I don't think he'll play that much against Melbourne in a big game. Um, Lincoln McCarthy. He, he if I smash get a West, bag Coast. West Coast. Yeah. Mm, got to back that match up. Yeah, no, that's, it's definitely um, it's definitely an option. Um, You're benching the water boy at the moment. Yeah, water boy. Well, that's, I mean... He obviously, you know, as as I think we talked about last time we caught up, you know, did get the ninety six in a lose. You know, they lost by quite a bit, I think. Um, and they're going to lose by quite a lot here. Yeah, got pumped. So, I mean, he's definitely an option. I just uh, you seem to be quite big on him when we talked about him last time. So I was a bit surprised to see him on your bench. Yeah. I'll wait, obviously wait for team. Oh, he's on. Oh, no, they're in full team. Now. Scrap that. Um, <laughs> I've got to use the West Coast playing that 440 Sunday slot. <laughs> I'm like, he's always on the extended interchange. That's true. Um, I'll, prob- I'll have to start one of the Ruckman, I think. Yeah. And it'll probably, I don't know, I'm not going to predict it. Probably be Briggs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like who you, who you picked up? Who you picked up? Just you know, hours before we talked, really. That was a quick fire one for you. Uh, I mean, actually, yeah. you, you were right on there. At five yep. fifty. Yep. Paying attention as yeah, as, as someone requested. <laughs> <laughs> and what were you doing, Bart? Were you on there, or were you? Uh, I was getting ready to play indoor soccer, Steve, as you well know. Wow. Um, which I played tonight, and I was uh, not on top of it at all. And I actually think that's a decent pickup, Alec. And I probably would have liked to have got Briggs into my team, given that bloody Sean Higgins, uh, the old man, uh, needs a rest. <laughs> needs another rest. Uh, round 23, and yeah, here we are. He's older than you, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I need, I, I need a rest every week. Yeah. Can only imagine all the time. Yep. Can only managing to put this podcast together. Yeah. I, I just want to, I mean, I, I think Kieran Strahan, if you do start him, I think he might be the first second gamer to ever get um, a gig in a in a fantasy grand final, in in our league, I mean. Ooh, we never, oh, we never quite had a Marlon Pickett situation, but... No. Yeah. No. We've never, yeah, we've never had someone on debut playing a fantasy grand final. This I think is, this second game will be as close as, close as we'll ever get. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So do it for the imagine, history books. Imagine starting four Ruckman in a grand final. Maybe <laughs> we do get a utility spot. <laughs> hey. Absolutely. We had that conversation before the recording. I'm glad you're on board now. Um, so yeah, four Rucks is, is exceptional. I've got my own addition with Luke Jackson. So, you know, there's, there's two on my side. So Ruck forwards are the way, the way forward for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is new age fantasy. Two Ruckman. <laughs> On the field, but from the same team. team. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Who's yeah. the best? Who's the best rock duo in the last ten? Like, is there anyone that could have done that? Fantasy wise. 
Oh, oh. Uh, testing us now. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I was, oh. No one comes to mind. I think Nick actually ran, ran with um, Darcy Cameron on field for a bit this year, and I had Grundy, obviously. Yeah. He was okay. I was going to say Lysett and Laddams have had some decent games. Oh, yeah, Lysett and Laddams have paired up reasonably at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, was there a time when it was like Nick Nat and Lysett at Eagles? They, oh, yeah. But I think Lysett's Nick- best time was when Nick Nat was injured, wasn't it? Maybe? Yeah, okay. When they was playing like you know like fifty percent time on ground. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, anyway, watch watch this space for Luke Jackson. We'll see if he gets uh, the the final start in the grand oh, final or not. Doubt there, doubt there amongst all the ruck forwards then Stran and Briggs. And <laughs> there's a few. Jackson. There's a few doubt. Look, look, I, I drafted him. I'm actually really impressed that he's made it through to grand final day for me. Um, it's been a bit up and down, but he's and he was more of a handcuff all season more than anything. But he's produced some goods. Um, when he's needed to, and I've actually had him on field for most of his good scores, which um, yeah, I'm very happy about. But so we'll, comparing, we'll, see if, we'll see if the matchup fits this week. Yeah, and that's it. The matchup against Strong. Comparing the two forward lines, who who do you like better at the moment? Each you like? Do you like yours better? Or well, I haven't even touched on uh, the fact that I'm starting. Uh, 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 Matthew Parker as, well with as, Shiggins as, out yeah as, as the only yeah so so Shiggins out so I have to start well th- this will probably get swapped around to be honest we'll see what happens but Matt Parker's getting a start for me Alec uh, as uh, Richmond's star midfielder at the moment um, well, they're yeah. only one <laughs> that's the logic but Ben Ainsworth <laughs> exactly I think so uh, ben Ainsworth is a fun one. Obviously, one of your old boys. Um, yeah, I'm still not 100% sure on whether on what to do with him, but um, God, I'm all over the place with this one. <laughs> yeah, you're probably hoping uh, Robbie Gray does all right. It'd be fun if Ben Ainsworth did well against you. Hmm. Oh yeah, I think that would be yeah really painful if he did well. So um, I'd be. Oh, you'd be starting him. How did he go last time he played Sydney this year? That's all right. You said you had no regrets. You didn't. You didn't regret dropping him, obviously. <laughs> no, he was also real terrible. So yeah. Finally, not. Um, again, he's one of the. He few... got dropped for six weeks against. Um, like sorry, six weeks he was out of the Gold Coast team. Like, if you can't get a gig for that team, far out. <laughs> he's one of the few players that have been owned by just the three of us. Just the three of us. Yeah. A little twenty-four hours, you know, journey in my team where he wasn't. Oh, yeah. Still counts. <laughs> yeah, still good. Had a cup of tea with him. Yeah. There yeah. you go. We've all had a little bit of Ainsworth. Oh, uh, and, he, and he might get a grand final cup. start. I really didn't think he was going to get a grand grand final start, but here we are. Um, it yeah, it very well. I'd be hoping for a Robbie Gray special. Um, against the yep. Bulldogs, he could be anything. But uh, as we've touched on before, doing a loophole in a grand final is a pretty big risk, and I've been burnt by it before. And I honestly, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I have to put him as an emergency, and if he gets... Mm. But you're looking for a very high threshold, I think. 90 plus, 100 oh, plus. I'm going to have a stressful weekend <laughs> if I actually do decide to loophole. I'll tell you that much. Would you have loopholed the 83? If he gets 83 this week, would you take it? Oh, that's, a, that's a tough question. Um, no. 
than kill me. Yeah. Let's call You're it. You're looking for that 90-plus score. Let's call it, Alex. Uh, if he gets over 83, I'll loop Poland. <laughs> oh, 83 is the threshold. I think, he, I think he hit... I think he got it right on the cusp there. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's uh, one of those where you look at who you're taking off, though, and if you're taking off a player averaging 63, like Jackson, you know, 20 points difference to 83 63 like that's quite a lot mm. 20 points is, is a decent amount oh finals have been lost by less sure mm. and that's why you want that 20 points absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah with your forward line i'd probably take an 83 but yeah i know you've been burnt by the loophole before so yeah yeah mm. It all yeah. depends how many game, how many Saturday afternoon players you have, you know. But you're only in, in a grand final once, right, this season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of once per season for Bart. Yeah. So you know, we're gonna take your, gonna take your chances when you're there, don't you? So exactly. there's also that factor. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. How often can you get burnt? Famous last words. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what, whose forward line are you calling, Steve? Oh, yeah, I should be the judge of this, really, because you, you both put your arguments to me and then I judge it. That, that would have been a good format for this. We'll do that next time. Honestly, yeah, they've all been close except the ruck line. Um, uh, this is... I think I have to go with Bart's here. Um, I think yeah. side bottom and danger field is, is pretty good quality stuff. Um and Rowan Marshall's sort of your equivalent in that category, but uh, you're looking for Bailey to kick a bag, I guess, against West Coast, um, and, and the the ruckman to to dominate um, in their in their inexperience, you know. If you do start both of them, yeah. I don't know. I think I just I like Bart's overall, and I think Parker could actually go well. I I, I suggested that to Bart. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. He would have worked it out. Right, yeah, with yeah, all their midfielders out. Yeah. Yeah, look, I think it's... I, I'm not sure it's even close. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think Luke Jackson's think, a real yeah. worry, though. Wait, you think it's the right call? Yeah, just yeah. just a minute ago, you were telling me Dylan Clark was the right call, Alec. Was he? He was on uh, on Facebook, <laughs> yes. So I don't know what no, to believe yeah. anymore. I actually yeah. think Luke Jackson's the one you got to worry about now. Yeah. Out of the five. I agree, I agree. All right, so Steve, if we count that all up, it looks like you've given me the defensive line by a smidge. You've given Alec the midfield, I've taken out the ruck, and I've taken out the forward lane. So where does that so leave us again? I think overall, I'm giving it... Overall, is going to be bloody close. ...to Bart by 35 points. Fantastic. I reckon if it's that close... Um, You've done well. Yeah, that's going to be a good Sunday afternoon, and I think I would have done well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the only yeah, as I say, the only way I win is if all my all my guns do go to yeah. the ceiling, yeah. and and no one obviously you know, you know just no one has stinkers like you know the, I think it's asking a lot. Um, I, and honestly, yeah, as I said before, I think it does come down to matchups and that. I, think, you know, I don't know if you've said that enough, team. actually. <laughs> Look, I think you know this is really the, the theme of this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can carry we'll carry that through. <laughs> the value of matchups. <laughs> one hundred and one. Here's your lesson, kids. 
Alec, um, Alec, I think you're starting early. I think so. Alec's pretty well known for throwing in the towel after the Friday night games and saying I'm absolutely no chance. And then Sunday <laughs> comes around and he ends up winning by like 100 points. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm not counting any eggs before they hatch. You know, it's all we'll, we'll see. And I think and I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head. It's going to be very entertaining Sunday. I think we've got plenty of Sunday players. Uh, we are catching up to watch this together so we'll be stressing out and uh other people can hopefully enjoy watching us stress and that out. would be one reason yeah. to start kieran yeah. strahan i guess sunday <laughs> sunday afternoon player yep <laughs> yeah i think would it's the best game of the season to finish north melbourne versus adelaide couldn't think of one one better if, yeah. if only it was oh. for for the number one pick that's all i regret and it's not for the jason horn cup um, so, all right. Mm, it would be nice if it was actually the number one pick on the line, but it's not. So. Yeah, watching one team try their oh. best not to win, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry, North Melbourne will find a way to stuff up the draft anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Um, all right, Alec, I think we'll have to wrap it up. It's uh, been a pleasure. It's been a long, uh, long chat with you, but it's been good. Um, yeah, it's a, a long ten minutes, but. Yeah, um, that's yeah. the episode, guys. That's the podcast. It's pretty much the podcast. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything I remember about it before. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed, mate. Nothing's changed. Um, <laughs> nothing's changed. No, it's good. It's uh, it'll it's going to be an interesting grand final. I'm uh, yeah, super looking forward to it. One of us is going to. I well, I'm going to have a two-time, three two-time winners in the league. Well, one of us is going to be the outright leader, so that's what we're going for here. Indeed. Can't wait. <laughs> Cheers, Alec. See you no soon, mate. Thanks yeah. a lot. Appreciate it. We'll catch up soon. Catch you, mate. Catch up. Well, it was pretty fun having Alec on. Uh, looking forward to seeing how these things work out and seeing if he can exact his revenge, which he's clearly been plotting against me for the last 13 weeks. So there's a fun little narrative to find out about. Got any Steve? Good questioning. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a turning point in Alex's season. So I uh, hope he gives you a run for your, for his money, for your money this week. Um, and I think he will. So thanks for coming on, Alec. And um, what have we got planned for, uh, next week yeah well we're doing a season wrap-up so hopefully i'll be in good spirits for that one we'll see exactly uh how that goes but yeah we're planning to do a few awards um congratulate some people for having some good players and yeah just have a look back basically reflect back on the year that was um so we'll be bringing that to you next week sounds good um we promise it'll be a shorter episode than this one we don't make promises we can't keep, <laughs> <laughs> but we would hope so. All right, see you next week, and enjoy the last week of footy before uh, finals. Enjoy knowing that I'm freaking out all week long, guys, <laughs> <laughs> and good luck for anybody that's uh, still fighting out for something. Catch you next week. See ya.